Hey, Fit Fam, you've got Laura here for episode number nine of the Bikini Things podcast. I've got my friend Allison Morrill with me today. Actually, I didn't ask you. Normally, I do this before <laughs> we start recording. Um, some of your accomplishments or just how do people know you? Because you're you're somewhat of a public figure. How do they know me? I don't yeah. know. Well, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so people may know you from... TLC, TLC, big, big and, and little. little, yeah, mm-hmm. or just know me through Instagram, mm-hmm. um, through Southern California mm-hmm. uh, fitness industry, Jim Hopper mm-hmm. around. Um, I kind of stand out in the crowd just a little, uh-huh. so um, that uh, is a big um, way. To- that's a big way people might know yeah. who I am, um, but. I will let all of you guys know I am a dwarfist. Dwarf. <laughs> you're good. No. You're good. Don't be nervous. This is this is just us hanging out, chatting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am a dwarf. I have achondroplasia dwarfism, which I'm three foot eleven. And a little fun fact: I am currently the shortest woman to compete in MPC history, and I compete in the women's physique division. And I'm trying to remember, um, when you and I first met, were you the first little person to compete? I was in? not the first little okay. person to compete. Okay. There's been several others, okay. guys, um, and there's a girl in figure. Well, what about women's physique? And women's physique, I'm the first okay. woman in women's physique. Very cool. And shortest. And um, even they don't even have my height on the registration. Nice. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said something to them. I'm like, wait, discrimination. Oh, gosh. But you're killing it. I mean, Thank you're you. looking great. And I know you haven't really disclosed your next prep and your next season's plans. No. But you're looking awesome. Thank you. I'm just working hard every day. I um, did two shows in 2017. I got a lot of feedback. I went and did the USA Championships in Las Vegas. And after that show, um, it was a eye-opener. And it was fun to be at that level and I met some amazing people there and got some awesome feedback from the judges. And so I've taken that feedback and I've just been working on it and working on it slowly. I'm not rushing into things. And, um, you know, I've made in the last seven and a half months a lot of changes in just my diet, my cardio, my training methods, um, and just been doing a lot of things and it's paying off. So I'm excited to see when I do really start to um, cut and compete again. And I want to, when I get up back on stage, I want the judges to be like, like, holy crap. She took our, (laughs) she really took what we said. Um, And I'm doing that because obviously being a little person, I stand out on stage. And so I don't, I can't just mix in with the crowd if, like, if I was to compete again. So I really want to make sure that I am, you know, t- took what they told me to work on, really working on it, and um, coming back looking the best I've ever looked. And obviously, my ultimate goal is to win an overall, win a show, and that's what I'm working towards. And I will do that. It's just I might need some time, and that's what I'm taking time. And not rushing things. And I actually am loving it right now. Um, just the process and the way it's going and not being, feel like I'm forced into a show, a certain date, because I think when I'm ready, I could be ready in like four weeks and, you know, really just, then I can focus on that last month or something, you know, I, because I'm kind of basically in show conditioning mode right now for the, you know, every day. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, you know, I'm not eating junk food. I'm sticking to my meals. I'm sticking to what I need to eat. Um, and it seems to all be working. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you're looking really lean. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for you. And, and I think you're completely going about it the right way where you're giving yourself time and you're not just jumping into show after show for the sake of competing. You're really focused on building your physique and I commend you for that because I think a lot of people get get really caught up and they just want to compete and compete and compete, but they don't really step back and think about what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's been a couple of shows already that I was originally last year thinking, okay, I'm going to do these shows in 2018 that have already passed. And when they come, I get a little like, 
oh man, kind of bummed out. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. You're doing this for the right reason. So I really am excited about everything and how it's all um, working out. I'm currently, you know, for the last seven and a half months, I've been coaching myself, um, which is a huge step because I'm holding myself accountable for everything. Um, you know, I do have some friends that are awesome that have some eyes that are looking at me. But as far as my day to day, everything and coaching, I'm doing it myself. And I mm-hmm. think that for what I've done, I know my body, I know what I can do. I know my limits and I'm, you know, it's, I like what I've been able to accomplish myself and, you know, I can't wait to see what happens as I continue to go down this path. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for you. And if we were to line up doing shows around the same time, that would make me super happy, but Oh my gosh. TBD for both of us. And we probably should, we, <laughs> we should probably tell these people how we even met. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> because that like, we got to, we got to go, we're, we're going on almost three years. Yeah. Yeah, because which I'm, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> when we first met, was at probably four or five in the morning at the Irvine Center Twenty Four location. Um, both of us doing tons of cardio. I was in my first show prep at the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't know you, but I just knew you as the girl that would sing out loud. Because when I'm in at a full, the gym, when I, that, I think that's the that's the trick. That's you're full gonna be volume. Like, that's the you're gonna know when I'm like in full prep or full like because mm-hmm. I start singing really loud. I don't care what they say. What they? No, you don't care at all. I don't care what anybody <laughs> thinks, and everybody knows me as the singing girl, and I love that. It's I think it's funny. Um, because that honestly gets me through my cardio. And um, the best part about it is, too, obviously, when I'm on that treadmill, no one can see me over the screen. So they have yeah. no idea where it's coming from. <laughs> that's the best part. Which is, yeah, that's that's the funny part about it. But that for, that when we first met, so that would have been, I think, fall of 2016. Probably, yeah, because I my job relocated and so that's why I started going to that gym for cardio to avoid traffic and to avoid you know just to get there early and it was probably we moved in 2016 like summer of 2016 so it was probably fall of 20 coming up yeah on three years that's yeah that's when I was prepping and I remember how helpful you were as a friend because that back then I didn't know anybody else that well that was a female competitor and just, you know, I was definitely scared of the process. Like I had my mind made up that I was going to do a show and I was going to give my full 100% effort to the prep. But, you know, I it was kind of a fear of the unknown. Like, you know, am I going to die? Am I going to be starving every day? Am I going to turn into a monster? Am I going to do three hours of cardio? And just having you almost seeing you almost every day in the morning and being able to ask you questions like, you know, what does your coach have you do for water the, the week or two before? Does your coach do this? Is this normal? Um, how do you normally feel when you do this? How much cardio do you do? Right. And, and, just, it, and obviously you being bikini is a little different, different. but at least it's, there is yeah. definitely some, some similarities yeah. and um, it's just nice. Also, I remember just talking to somebody because obviously when you have somebody next to you to talk to or, you know, that has the same interest as you, yeah. it just makes the time go by quicker. Um, now I do right now I'm currently doing an hour of cardio a day. I do it on the treadmill. I do it walking. I do it where I don't have to hold on, but I do it at an incline. Um, obviously I have lots and lots of muscle being in women's physique. So I don't want to obviously get to burning the muscle. I want to mm-hmm. obviously keep the muscle, um, growth and keep that going, but I obviously want to burn my fat. <laughs> so, but, um, I always do lately every day I go on Instagram live, uh-huh. um, and do my last like 20 minutes on Instagram live. And now I have a following on there that comes on every morning. Mm-hmm. They know I come on, they ask, we talk about whatever and different things. And randomly I'll have people that, you know, want to ask questions. And sometimes I vent and sometimes I go on rants and sometimes we just, laugh and whatever and I've played I've played a lip sync karaoke with fans and I give them away you know stuff from my sponsors <laughs> if they can guess what song yeah. I'm singing and um it, so one of the girls nicknamed it cardio and coffee with Allie because this girl sits in her house she's from New York we've become really good friends through social media now and um she drinks her coffee every morning and comes to watch me live. Oh my gosh. Because obviously I'm doing it at five in the morning. That's so that's amazing. 8 a.m. 
in New York and um, it's just been, so that's what she calls it. And so that's what uh -huh. we call it. Cardio and coffee with Allie. I and I don't it. drink coffee, but they do. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so cool. I had no idea. No, I, just, I knew you do, did your live stream and you're like religious about every morning, last 20 minutes. Yeah. And it makes it go on. by really quick too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes total sense. And so this was one thing I wanted to talk to you about um, because I know you built a lot of your social media following from this support group that you started for weight loss for little people mm -hmm. and in a bigger question too so this is really a very open-ended question you know what made you get into competing what made you well really embrace fitness as a part of your lifestyle in um january of 2011 i was 35 years old i um was probably weighing 135 140 pounds is my guess um and at the time, um, due to my type of dwarfism, I have some could have some bone structure, lower back issues, um, hip problems, um, certain things with our bodies. And weight is a huge, huge factor in like getting numbness, um, having really bad um, back pain, um, not able to walk, just so many different complications that could come up and happen. And um, a couple of my girlfriends were having a lot of issues and they weren't necessarily out of shape or unhealthy, but they just, I mean, they weren't spectacular. And now they're, you know, have fused backs, um, going in for multiple, multiple surgeries. And so at 35, I saw that and I was like, man, I need to do something. I'm still surgery free. And to be 35 years old as a little person, surgery free is like really unheard of. And so I, at 35, the day after, a couple days after my birthday, joined the gym. When I joined the gym, I thought, oh my gosh, all I know how to do is the elliptical, step aerobics, and treadmill. Mm -hmm. All cardio. Yep. And I thought, there's not, I can't really do anything else in this gym. A gym obviously isn't made for someone my size. It can be very overwhelming. The equipment's made for average size people, tall people. Um, and so I did was doing my cardio for a few weeks. Didn't really see much change. Obviously, I saw some. Um, one of the local little trainer guys at the gym hit me up, sold me some sessions. I bought it in the middle of that. Uh, time frame he got let go from the gym so I went to another trainer there and then at that time that's when I was introduced to uh, weight training mm -hmm. and so I learned I just learned from the beginning and mm -hmm. what took it all in and soaked it all in and over time my body started to change I started to lose a lot of weight um, and then obviously I started to really see some changes and at, uh, during that um, I'm have a huge huge uh friendship base of people that are little people and they everybody on facebook was asking me what are you doing how mm -hmm. are you doing it um tell me your secrets and obviously we don't tell everyone our secret or i don't <laughs> i don't like to tell everybody my secrets because i've worked really hard like at it your um, but anyway so i started a group on facebook called help health and exercise for little people oh. and when i started it it was just for me to post different things I was doing. Um, at that time, I was probably, I started that group in 2014. So it was three years later after I'd already made a mm -hmm. lot of progress in my um, fitness journey. And I um, started posting, you know, I've learned how to modify equipment. Everybody calls me the modifi modification queen. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, some people are really surprised at the things that I do and how I execute it and um, they're like, I just want to watch you because of how you can, you know, how, you know, you, you do, I do incline bench on a decline bench. I know it sounds mm -hmm. strange, but that way my feet are on the ground. I'm on an incline and I'm able to pull the bar off the rack myself mm -hmm. and not have, because typically when I'm on a regular incline so bench, the bar is too high. I can't yeah. pull the bar off. And then also my feet don't have anything. I have to put so, dumbbells underneath my feet to stabilize my feet. Yeah. So it's. Things that like sense. that that I've learned. And so I share all of that on my group. I share, um, so I share modifications. I share like motivation on Mondays. I share, um, I play, you know, trivia. I ask them, you know, other people now have been inspired. 
they've gone out, hired trainers. Those trainers are now like have texted me, they message me. How mm -hmm. can I modify this for my client? And I'll, I'll either find a gym that has that piece of equipment or I, you know, right away will know what to do and I tell them what to do. And so it's cool because there's been lots of other little people now that are going through all their transformations and they post pictures. And I mean, some of these people have lost lots and lots of weight and they're just doing it for their health reasons. Obviously mm -hmm. the same reason I am, um, to avoid, you know, try and avoid surgeries. So, you know, seven years later, I've avoided surgeries. I'm healthy as I could ever be. Um, I don't have any kind of issues or pain or nothing, you know, mm -hmm. wrong. And, um, I feel amazing. And so let me back up just a little though, because so in 2014 is when I really saw my body change. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to compete. I want to challenge myself, but I still had like, a few things in my diet that I couldn't give up at that time still. And one of them being, I was a big beer drinker. I'm from Texas. So I'm like, you know what? That doesn't <laughs> yeah. fit. The beer extra calories doesn't fit in this lifestyle. So, um, May 1st, 2014, I gave up drinking. I switched my diet, got on to like really focusing on everything I was doing for that. And, um, knew that I needed about a year to get into, um, shape for a show so I did in 2015 I did my first show in April um, a small regional show with a small um, federation mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot of fun got my feet wet understood the process I actually won best poser that night awesome. my posing routine was a lot of fun cool. um, and that's the best part about women's physique is getting to choreograph a routine yeah. um, and uh I did, I won best poser that night. I got second and open. Um, and I was really excited about it. So then I did another one in 2015. Then I did two shows in 2016. I did one more with that federation. And then in, um, fall of 2016 is when I switched over to the MPC mm -hmm. and I've done the Ferrigno in 2016. And then in 2017, I did the MPC West coast. I did, which I placed that one. I got second also, um, and then I did, obviously, I qualified for USA Championships. So I did that last July. Um, it's kind of weird right now because all the pictures are coming up on my Facebook today. Yeah. Because we're, I was <laughs> in peak that. week right mm -hmm. now, a year ago for USA's. Um, and that was such a great experience. And just meeting everyone from all over the country. Like, even outside of the United States, people mm -hmm. fly, you know, people are from everywhere competing mm -hmm. in that show and just the women that I got to be on stage with that I now have like grown these great friendships with and you know it's just the experience and you know it's, it's so it's hard to describe but I love it and I love being on stage I love you know I'm very motivated and dedicated and obviously you know competing takes a lot and like even though we're only on stage maybe for 60 seconds, but man, you've worked your ass off for mm -hmm. like Absolutely. 20 weeks sometimes for 60 yeah. seconds on stage. Um, but it's so worth it. And I tell everybody, you know, right now, currently I'm an artist. I'm my own artist. I'm sculpting my body and I'm, a, I'm Picasso. And that's mm -hmm. how I look at it because it's an everlasting changing thing. And you can do little tweaks for just in just certain things you do in your workouts or your, you know, the tempo of your sets and the rep range and just different things like that make changes. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been fun and challenging to do that. And, um, and I keep, you know, do it every day and I love it. And I, I work out right now. So twice a day, I do 60 minutes of cardio. And then at night I train, um, one body, one muscle group a night. And I usually train about six days a week. Um, but I'm still doing that cardio about seven right now. Nice. Yeah. It's quite a bit of cardio. It's a lot, <laughs> but my body needs it. And yeah. um, it's, we, legs obviously are the hardest thing for me. Um, my inseam is like 14 inches. So to find machines for legs is really tough. Um, and that's what I'm trying to, my goal is to have my leg and because Part of our dwarfism, um, my legs and arms are what's short. I have a normal torso. Okay. But we have as much skin as an average-sized person. Okay. 
So all of that skin, if you have extra skin, it's got to be filled up with something. So gotcha. we carry all of our fat on our arms and our legs. Okay. I can tell you right now, I've worked on my arms and my arms, it's all gone the away. Arms like, the arms like <laughs> The up. arms are good. They look great. <laughs> but the legs still have, we carry our fat, de- that's our main fat deposit mm-hmm. area. And um, just trying to get them cut and striated to look like it's hard it's weird to say this a normal leg is a lot of work and that's Mm -hmm. what I'm doing and I mean my legs since January have changed tremendously and I wasn't just my cardio before wasn't consistent I was kind of just jumping around and just doing cardio where this time I have been consistent the same type of cardio walking which is pretty damn boring but it's Mm -hmm. it's working Mm-hmm. it's working it's working on my glutes it's working on my legs it's working everything mm-hmm. so I just have to hang in there yeah you can definitely see the difference in the pictures between now and last time you competed even you know just last winter mm-hmm. early this year you can definitely and I, see the changes like, weight wise I'm not I mean I'm lean right now but I'm not like stage lean I'm not dried out I'm not you know my diet doesn't have fish and asparagus in it mm-hmm for every single meal um and I have lots of carbs in my meals I'm actually doing some carb cycling this time around which I love and um I'm only right now I'm about 94 pounds and the last time I hit the stage I was at 91 Mm -hmm. so I know that I've made a lot of progress just because of that number so I know when I get on stage again I'm gonna be even you know hopefully Mm -hmm. less and really diced up (laughs) yeah no you're gonna you're gonna look amazing I already know but I wanted to kind of ask you about that transition from just working out to competing like how did you find out about competing and then beyond just liking your progress what made you decide that hey I'm gonna I'm gonna do this now I'm gonna go for it um Especially, I would say, especially being the first, it was just, first little right. person. It was just a child. Well, I mean, obviously, so that was around 2014, and that was kind of, I mean, this fad, obviously, with social media has really hyped up bodybuilding and mm-hmm. competitive Absolutely. bodybuilding. Absolutely. And um, just in 2014 or so, there were people in my gym doing it, like getting ready yeah. for shows. Yep. And I saw them, and I was like, that's cool. And there was an actually an older lady that would work out every day. She's like, man, you have the best muscle bellies. You should compete one day. And I'm like, compete? Like, I don't even know what I would do. What's and, a muscle belly? Right. I'm like, compete? I don't even know what that, like, what does that consist of? And when I tell people now I bodybuild, they think, oh, you lift weights on stage? No. They don't, people don't, and the general public doesn't realize what, what, what bodybuilding is. is and like yeah. even yesterday I was on my way to go watch the LA championships and I stopped at a gas station and the guy's like oh you get on stage don't you and lift weights I was like no and he goes oh so you're one of those that gets on stage and poses uh. and I was like yes <laughs> the little clerk at the yeah. gas station yeah but um and so it's just you know I like trying to also educate others mm-hmm. I've um had a lot of friends that had no interest in it at all and now they come and watch me every time and Great. they love watching the shows and obviously I think they see you know obviously they see all the hard work that goes into it and um you know transitioning I just I just gave myself I like to challenge myself and mm-hmm. I like I'm very competitive for everything mm-hmm. from my work to my personal life to everything and I obviously want to win all the time and um I think just you know setting that goal and when I set a goal I set a goal like I don't back down Mm -hmm. and I set that goal and I thought it would be something fun to do and you know and then I went and saw a couple of small smaller shows and I was like hell yeah I could do that back in the day back in college back in high school I was very into theater and theatrical stuff so I I love the stage I've done all of that I you know had some great opportunities back early in the 90s um you know with the Broadway tour I toured with Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. so it it was just like it was the whole maybe that being back on stage but now Mm -hmm. it's in a totally different element with something of the lifestyle that I'm following Mm -hmm. um and even like my 
theater friends are like, I love that you're up there, like, kind of dancing, but you're posing. Like, <laughs> I'm you're, like performing. Yeah, you're performing. You're performing. And it doesn't stay, the stage does not, yeah. like, it doesn't scare me. It doesn't, I love it, you know, and I love, I love interacting with the audience and everybody always tells me that I have, like, some of the best stage presence when I'm doing, you know, up there and um, when I do my routines, I like to have fun and um, I think my next routine though is going to be serious. I've already like picked out a couple of songs. Ooh. I want to tone it down a little and really like, like look at the art of like really bring in the art of bodybuilding and Very what it cool. is and the posing. So um, I'm excited for Very that. Cool. Mm -hmm. You have amazing confidence. That's one thing that I, it's so obvious spending time with you over these last couple of years. Cause we've, you know, we've done our little weekend girl trips and stuff. Yes. We did Arnold, the Arnold, Arnold this year yes. in Olympia last year, which mm -hmm. was so fun. Um, mm -hmm. You have, you just have incredible confidence. Like who, who sings out loud in the gym while they're doing their cardio? Nobody. You know, who has, <laughs> who has the balls to do that? And just, A couple just people the, might. Yeah. But just the way you carry yeah. yourself, you have and, tremendous confidence. You know, and I, I honestly, my parents, I give it all to them um, being different my parents raised me as if I was, wasn't let me do whatever I wanted to do. Let me determine if I was able to do, do something. Um, I played sports in high school. I, I mean, I did everything. I did dance. I did everything. I didn't, they didn't let my, and I hate calling, I don't consider myself disabled, but they didn't let my disability like get in the way. They let me do whatever I wanted to do. And I think that is kind of where it led me to be today mm -hmm. because of them. And I appreciate that because honestly, it's really sad. I'll hear stories and parents that have little people or a little person child for mm -hmm. their only child or maybe their second child. They will not let their child go out in public because they think their child might be a freak or they, oh. you know, people are going to make fun of them. And yes, I get made fun of. Yes, people say things. But when I'm out there and people are doing it, and if it's an adult, yes, I say something back to them. If it's a kid, I try to educate them on differences. And, you know, not everybody's the same. And um, it's just really important, you know, I think obviously for upbringing and um, that, you know, I was very fortunate to have a family that we were very outgoing Mm -hmm. And my mom has a great personality, my sister, my brother, we all do, and mm -hmm. my dad and everybody. And so I I honestly take it all back to them. And that's where, you know, I, who I am. And I love talking to people. I love talking to groups. I love talking, you know, helping others. And, you know, again, that goes back to helping others. Um, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. So with this whole, like, my social media and growing um, you know, obviously people see me, people find me. I had the opportunity, um, for nine months to train and transform two very obese, morbidly obese, honestly, mm -hmm. little people yeah. for nine months, um, to get healthy. And it was one of the best experiences ever. It was documented on TLC. Yeah. You can go watch it on TLC.com. Yeah. Um, big and little is yeah, the name. Watch it. There's two episodes. If you need some motivation, it's really motivating. Like mm -hmm. these people worked really, really hard. And I know at the end of the day, I saved their lives. And, um, you know, they're still working on their health journey today. Um, but I definitely know at that time um, I helped them. I mean, you can't really visualize it unless you saw pictures. But, I mean, when you see it, the girl was my an inch shorter than me so she was 46 inches at 310 and she weighed 215 pounds oh my goodness which is a yeah. lot of weight on something so short yeah. of our of our stature i mean that's not yeah it's not normal at all no. and she was 23 years old oh my gosh yeah yeah so she lost a lot of weight she did very well and um the guy, he couldn't even walk when I met him. And by the end, he was walking and doing crazy things. So that was <laughs> it was really nice to see their yeah. progress over the time yeah. that I got to spend with them. So yeah. unfortunately, right now, that show is just the two episodes. Um, there could be a future for it. If you like it and you watch it, go right to TLC and tell them you want to see uh -huh. more. Um, <laughs> Coach Allie. So Coach Allie, yep. Um, so we'll see what happens with that.
but it's led me to other experiences and other people. And like the best part is that show now has been aired worldwide. I hear from fans from Saudi Arabia, Turkey, New Zealand, Australia, obviously all through social media. They DM me through Instagram or they'll um, mostly through Instagram, which is my biggest following. Um, I've gotten a few um, random emails. Um, I don't promote that a lot, but mm -hmm. they, they can obviously reach out to me through my Instagram on my email. Um, but that it's really cool to get messages like that and to hear people. I know, you know, that they saw it and mm -hmm. to know that it went worldwide is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So very cool. And even the girl, um, I don't know if you even know this, the girl Amy that works the front desk at 24 mm -hmm. in the mornings was mm -hmm. in Denmark and she flipped the channel and she's like, wait, I know that voice. And it was, my show was no on. No way. Uh-huh. Small world. Over in Denmark. She's like, wait, that girl yeah, comes to my gym. I know, I know her. I know her. And her friends were like, huh? She's like, no, you're she, lying. She, she works out of my gym. Oh, that's so cool. Did you ever see any of yourself or um, did it ever bring you back to your fitness journey when you were it going It did. Um, it did. When I was helping the girl at the very end, I mean, if you see it, they caught me like totally emotionally like it hit me hard to see her progress and to see how happy she was and um you know to see her just it it did through i mean it, and it was a struggle she was a struggle she quit and she didn't want to do it and she gave up and like just trying to push them and i had to motivate them and talk to you know push them every day and mm -hmm. make sure that they were on the right path because obviously I wanted them to do well and I wanted them to I want them to be healthy and I want them to live a long life and you know to everybody still when I go to our national little people's conventions and they know that I'm 42 years old today and surgery free they're like how mm -hmm. like it's unheard of that I mean I've had my adenoids and tubes that's it mm -hmm. but that's just two common things that i did had to have one tubes in my ears and then okay. adenoids are okay. behind your tonsils okay um i've had those taken out and okay. otherwise that's it i haven't had any other issues um that's great. yeah knock on wood <laughs> <laughs> no you're killing it i mean you take you take your diet and and your training and everything so seriously like even in off season um You've been a big inspiration to me, and I think I've told you this, but it's never, never bad to say it again, is you've been an inspiration to me because I think in the last, I don't know, eight, nine months, I've definitely had a shift in mindset about how I think about bodybuilding, like truly mm -hmm. the, the concept of bodybuilding and building your physique and, and not just saying that off season is a time to just eat whatever and put on weight and right. call it call it an off season or call right. it muscle building. I don't like to call it call, off season. You know? I don't like yeah. to call it cheat meals. I I call it garbage. <laughs> I mean that's, that's what it is. <laughs> but, but I don't but like I don't like the word cheat, I guess. So that's why I don't like it just in general. It's triggering to you. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, um but, but no you I mean you take it so seriously and, and really truly you've been an inspiration to me to think uh, about you know, this food is fueling my body and it's supporting mm -hmm. my goals. And what am I doing eating pizza all the time in off season? Is that helping me gain muscle? No, oh. I should be eating the lean proteins, the whole carbs. Yeah. And, and yeah, you've got more wiggle room maybe when you're not actively cutting weight. But no, I mean, you helped me realize like, okay, Laura, there's levels to this. You can step up your game from where you already thought you were. Right. You can you can be more focused. You can be more disciplined. You're not going to lose your mind. You're not going to die. Right. <laughs> Allie's doing it. You can do it too. And, mm -hmm. and you know, challenge yourself to be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I. Well, that's awesome to hear. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But no, it's and that's how kind of I took that approach. Um, you know, I don't like the word. I don't know the off season because it just I don't know. It just seems it's just a weird word for this sport. And I just like to, cause I'm continually to be healthy and to, mm -hmm. you know, obviously eat a few things here and there that, you know, you, like you said, you can't eat them when you're, you know, getting ready for a show or, um, you know, obviously I've learned too. The fun part is like, I used to be a really, really picky eater. This is a funny fact actually. And there were things that I would never touch, like even just a raw tomato or, uh -huh. 
um, asparagus, no. But <laughs> now? I was going to say now, you thought it was No, <laughs> now I do. I can eat tomatoes. I can eat, like, there's certain things that, like, yeah. it, it totally changed, too. My, my taste buds, obviously, they're a little bland now, mm. but... Um, I don't, I never was a big sweets person and, mm -hmm. um, I get it every once in a while, but I have ways that I've, you know, figured out how to like satisfy that craving that I get. And, um, but you know, it's funny cause I'll eat things now like that I would have never, ever eaten ever before I decided to like because mm -hmm. now I really understand what it is what it does to your body mm -hmm. and the science and how the body works and all the different foods and everything that goes into it so um it's I love the science part of it and mm -hmm. um that changes all the time and I'm still learning all of that and what things do and um every day yeah there was a there was a moment when we were at Olympia last year and we just wrapped up a workout at City Athletic Club. I don't know if you remember this, but I do. Uh, um, and uh, you busted out. It was either on the way there or on the way back to the hotel. You busted out your rice cake with cold tilapia cold on top of yeah. it. And I remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh. I, yeah, no, that was, my, that was my exact thought. I remember thinking, oh, my God, that is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten a lot of cold tilapia. But, um, and I will tell you, I'm going to tell everybody here if you don't have it, because I know Laura just bought one, to make tilapia taste good again, get an air fryer. I promise you. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I just got mine fried. I'm so excited. But, but my point with that moment, because I remember it, <laughs> it's probably, probably <laughs> three, four months later, I'm at my desk at work. It's, um, you know, 9.30 a.m., so about when I eat my second breakfast for the day, and I'm eating rice cakes with cold Tilapia on them. Yes. <laughs> Full circle. And my and my coworkers, I mean, they're amazing. And yeah. and I've watched my office culture change and become much more fitness oriented, which is so cool. But they'll see me eat stuff, especially mid morning when mm -hmm. I'm doing that second breakfast, and they will totally judge me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, it's a slippery slope. You know, one day, one day you start out, you're okay eating your meal prep cold. Like right. you're traveling or you can't heat it up. And you say, okay, I'm, I'll deal with that. And then before you know it, you're eating cold tilapia on rice cakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and my, you know, I work in an office environment too. Um, when we moved to Irvine, for some reason, they decided to put our kitchen open to the entire office. Um, and there, our company is very, very health conscious. We have a health coach that comes once a week. Um, it's, you know, they're, it's self-insured. So from an insurance standpoint, we have really good insurance. They want, they, at the end of the day, they want everyone to go home healthy. Um, we have big safe, I work in construction. So safety is a huge, huge, mm -hmm. um, topic of discussion every day in our office. And so unfortunately for my coworkers, they know when I'm eating because luckily they put an exhaust fan in, but <laughs> when I cook, I mean, they, my company's not one, and I know there's some companies that'll tell you, no, you can't have fish and broccoli, and you can't cook this in your microwave. My company will not do that because they obviously know it's for health reasons, and they're, you know, they come, they support me 100%, mm -hmm. but you will smell it in the office. My biggest pet peeve, which I've told my coworkers at the office, because a lot of times, you know how it is, we repeat our, min our meals every mm -hmm. single day. At 9 o'clock every morning, I'm eating salmon and spinach or whatever mm -hmm. it is. But it's the same thing every single day. My biggest pet peeve is when people are like, oh, my God, that looks so good. Oh, my God, that smells so good. Oh, my God, I want that. No, you try and eat it every single day. And I know they couldn't because mm -hmm. I've given some girls some plans and they can't last past two days. But it's just that's the frustrating part for me. And I'm like, please mm -hmm. just don't tell me that. Like. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm eating it and I know what it does. And I know the, like you're saying, it fuels your body. I know why I'm eating it. I have goals. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't like eating junk. I don't like eating, um, you know, it's just, I don't feel good when I eat that stuff too now because my body is so, mm -hmm. you know, been so used to the way I eat now. Um, but that's just like, 
that's a, that's just one of my things. And so like I have a new coworker and she's like, oh my God, like she's still learning. Like everybody knows now not to ask me about what I'm eating or when I'm eating mm-hmm. or, you know, like what I'm cooking at 9 a.m. or, you yeah. know, which is, that's usually my second meal. And, um, cause they all think it's my breakfast. I'm like, no, you don't yeah. realize I've been up since 3.30. Second, second. <laughs> second or third. Second or third, right. I just call them meals. I don't, yeah. ha- I don't have a breakfast. Yeah. I don't have a lunch and I don't have a dinner. I have I th- meals. I think it's funny. Cause it's all with timing. So yeah. <laughs> Even though it's, you know, meal three or meal right. two or whatever. Right. But so this, but our, my new coworkers like, oh my God, it smells so good. I'm like, just, I, I told her, I was like, I appreciate you telling me it smells good because you know, it actually does smell good, but I eat it every single day. So I don't need to hear you say that every single day. She's like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. You know? Yeah. And they don't realize that. But yeah. Um, so they're just trying to be nice. They're probably. just trying to be, yeah. But it, it does definitely, there are definitely times when I, if I've cooked asparagus in my microwave at work or something where you can, Oh yeah. The odor, you can uh, definitely smell it sometimes. Yeah. I had an but. incident where I heated up some kale and I got a lot of complaints Oh, for I've never done that. the whatever seasoning I used or oh, something, right. and you know, kale is sort of in the broccoli cabbage family, so mm-hmm. it can have that like sulfur smell or something to it. I got a ton of complaints, but the other end, I've also had. I had someone tell me, um, "Did you make fried chicken?" And it was literally just chicken breast, some rice, and some spinach. Uh-huh. No sauces, no oh, like okay. simple as can be. They're like, "Oh my gosh, did you make? Did you eat up fried chicken upstairs? It smells like fried chicken." I mean, no, just same, same old boring stuff, but, um, we can definitely feel like we're under a microscope sometimes, I think, and Mm -hmm. people are trying to be nice, but. Right. And I carry my meals. I eat, I'll eat meals wherever. In a meeting, I usually, I'll, that's when I have to eat it cold now too, is Mm -hmm. if I'm in a meeting, but I always get away, like if we're at a conference table, I will step away from the conference Mm -hmm. table and walk to the back of the room or something and I mm-hmm. usually eat because but they all know that I eat at certain times so they're all very accepted mm-hmm. on it which is great and then I take my meals wherever I go I take my meals when I travel yeah. um I take I order meals if I have to I figure it all out and you know you know I definitely I don't want to miss things I just went on a trip for five days I took every single meal with me I didn't mm-hmm. eat out once I ate all my meals um and so, you know, it's just something that you get used to doing. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good point, actually, for people that are trying to lose weight or just getting into fitness. You have one of those, is it the six-pack bag? I have bag, the six-pack backpack that I carry it every day and load it up and um, your meals stay cold and, you know, you Throw ice packs in there? Throw ice packs mm-hmm. in there. You know, if I'm driving around, like last week I was in downtown, or I was in, not downtown LA, but I was in outskirts of LA. I wanted hot food. I will go to Seven Eleven. I'll buy a bottle of water and I use their microwave. Mm-hmm. That's my hack, you know, because yeah. every Seven Eleven has a microwave and they're super yeah. hot. <laughs> like you only need like yeah. thirty. They're like they're the thirty ones, seconds. They're the ones for if you want to make yourself a cup of noodles at the Seven Eleven or yes. something. Uh huh. Yeah. But I've never had anyone like question that, and I just, I mean, I'm buying a bottle of water. I drink a lot of water, so mm-hmm. I'll drink it. Yeah. And. You know, I'll use it and then I have That's hot food. That's a good food. one. So. That's a good one. What else do you do? Because you do a lot of, you know, weekend trips, stuff like that. What are some of the other things that you'll do when you're traveling? Um, like I said, I take my meals with me or I'll get a food company to prepare them. Um, currently, I'm just doing all my own meals. But when I travel, I just found a food uh, lady that does all her meals in vacuum sealed bags. That okay. made it super convenient because it was like tiny. I was able to fit 28 meals in my backpack. It nice. weighed a lot, but oh I was able gosh. to take it, all of them with me. I didn't have to buy anything when I got there. Sometimes I have, sometimes I'll fit, go and Uber to a grocery store, okay. get something if I need to, and mm-hmm. um, just depends on the situation or what you know my mm-hmm. meals are going to be for those days. But um, this last time it was really nice the way the packaging, everything, mm-hmm. and everything was super fresh and um, just easy to you know mm-hmm. use. Obviously. Um, I just, you know, I'm always preparing. I prepare my meals. I do three meals, three, three meal, three days worth of meals at a time when I cook my food right now. Um, just so it's, I can cook fresh, fresh food and yeah. I've got it down where I can do all that in less than an hour. Um, awesome. obviously with just different things that are out on the market and, 
you know, I pay a little bit more money for my chicken because I buy it already thinned out, trimmed, and nothing has to be done to it, and I can just marinate it, put it in my air fryer, and done. Um, you pay a little bit more, but it's one little less thing of time that I have to deal with in sitting there. I think some people get frustrated because of the time it takes, and it's just finding little hacks that, um, mm -hmm. you know, you could use over time, you know. Obviously, when I ate brown rice, I would buy the brown rice already made, and you just scoop it into the container, and all you have to do is heat it up in a mm -hmm. microwave. Uh, you know, just little things like that. And um, with the way people marketing and packaging and the way vegetables come now and things like that, it just makes it actually super easy. Yeah. Um, I think the problem with most people is they just don't know where to start. Yeah. And obviously... Um, one of the big things for when I'm talking to other little people, um, obviously everybody's metabolism's different. Everybody's eating habits are different. Everybody requires different, you know, everybody will always, what do you eat? What do you eat? Well, I eat food. <laughs> I eat. Yeah. Well, you eat real food. I eat real food. Yeah. I eat carbs, proteins, yeah. and there's fats. No, there's no fillers. There's no fillers, but, um, they, they want exactly how much I eat. But what I eat may not be what they eat because they may not be doing the hour of weight training mm -hmm. or the hour of cardio or whatever my body requires. That's mm -hmm. This is what I require. This is what I need. And so I think that's super important for people to understand. And, like, for little people, um, none of the machines, like, work, like the in-body machine and some of those handheld fat machines mm -hmm. and things like that, don't work for us because it thinks that we're an obese child because of the height to weight ratio. Mm -hmm. It doesn't factor in that we're an adult at three foot 11. Mm -hmm. um, so those machines don't work. What I do is I require my clients um, to do a hydrostatic test, which is water. And that's where, you know, for your fat body fat test in water, because it's using the ratio between your weight, you know, with the calculations that it uses are the water weight plus your air, you know, mm -hmm. land weight. And it gives the true results, I think, mm -hmm. for what a little person really needs because I find that really super important just because mm -hmm. we're all, like I said, all our, everybody's metabolisms are different. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I mean, I've used an in-body machine a day after I got off the sh off a show and it said I was at like 25% body fat. And I'm like, how's that even possible yeah. when I'm like shredded? And I just <laughs> did a show. Veins, you got veins coming out Veins everywhere. coming everywhere. <laughs> I just did a show yesterday. Yeah. So it's that. So that's what I have that my clients do. Um, and a lot of people, some people want to use the calculators online. And I'm mm -hmm. like, how does that, that doesn't work for us. Like mm -hmm. that calculator. It's, the formulas are built around a normal human. Right. Adult, an average. It's going to factor right. an average body size. And right. Because if if you basically. a three foot eleven child weighing my weight at ninety four pounds would be obese. Mm -hmm. That's like a four and a half year old, mm -hmm. maybe five. Yeah, at ninety four pounds, which that's double their weight mm -hmm. typically. Usually, yeah, I think the five year olds are usually around forty pounds or so. Yeah, I'm just basing it off my nieces. Yeah, and nephew, but um, you know, so like that mesh doesn't work. So, so what would you recommend for somebody who's not sure where to start and wants to figure out just nutrition or eating better? Well, there's a lot of great resources, um, but there's also like, I'm not, I'm the type of person where if I'm going to hire somebody, I want to get to know them, make sure it's the right fit. Um, you know, find somebody that's certified in nutrition, mm -hmm. find somebody that maybe is similar to you that has similar goals of what you're doing, you know, maybe you're not a competitor, but you want to lose weight and, you know, so-and-so is a mm -hmm. trainer and they, all they do is for weight loss. Mm -hmm. And so find somebody that focuses like kind of on the little niche that you're focused on, because I think that's key for them. Yeah. And then they, you know, and then they have that support too, but definitely, um, super hard, you know, like these people do all these fad diets and they end up yeah. you know, gaining the weight right back yeah. and they don't understand why. And, um, I think it's super important just to keep educating people about that and portions. And obviously, you know, I, I weigh out all my food. I portion out all my food. I mm -hmm. even down to almonds. I mean, mm -hmm. even down to, nut, even down to <laughs> nut butter. Um, uh -huh. So it's definitely, 
something, um, you know, people, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm a certified personal trainer, certified sports nutritionist, you know, currently I'm not taking any clients because I just don't have the extra time. Mm-hmm. I'll take one or two, but <laughs> I'm certified as well. Laura's, yes. <laughs> I can, I can but I think it's finding more. somebody that also yeah. has that passion and understands, um, you know, yeah, what you want, your goals and yeah. um, just the right fit. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, everyone has a different starting point. I mean, some people, if you're, if you're in a situation where you're morbidly obese, that's a very different situation than if you're already working right. out, but you just need some guidance and maybe you want to lose 10 pounds. To right. Really and it. like for my clients that were morbidly obese, they, uh, I didn't care how fast they were walking. All I cared about at the beginning was I just need you to move. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you do. Mm-hmm. Just get up off your butt and move. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told them. And then obviously they had, um, I had worked with the food. We worked with food companies during our mm-hmm. nine months together. So I was able to, you know, just to do their diets. And then I, you know, make sure would change them, the right change them up and make sure they're getting the right things and telling them certain things they couldn't have because I knew they needed to avoid, you know, and I was also trying to like, take away not take away their cravings but change some of their cravings because i mean these people the girl would sit there and eat tubs and tubs of ice cream mm-hmm. so what would you do to try to get her off of that not i mean i think ice cream is a, a common yeah. vice for a lot of people <laughs> um well, ice cream's pretty tasty yeah my ice cream <laughs> hack what i uh-huh. did was i um i um like would tell her get faye greek yogurt zero mm-hmm. percent throw a little protein powder in it Mm -hmm. and it's flavored or throw there's other things on the market now that are flavored, Mm -hmm. you know, flavorings and Mm -hmm. put it in there and just start with that, put it in the freezer, freeze it. And, you know, cause I think it may, could be the texture she likes and could be, Mm -hmm. there's several things could be the flavoring obviously. Um, but I was able to get her away from all of that. And obviously having her structure with a structured meal plan Mm -hmm. really helped her. Yeah. Like, it, you know, because she knew she had to eat at certain times and, um, even it took a little while. Well, I'm not that hungry right now. Well, no, you need to eat because her thing and a lot of people, little people that I've noticed is they're like, well, I'm just going to cut calories. But the problem is they're probably not eating enough. So then obviously we all know what happens when you don't eat enough. Your body starts to use, like develop fat. Because it's, you know, what you're not eating, it's going to, you're going to start getting, you're going to gain weight because you're not eating enough because it needs those fat, it needs that fat to. It needs the calories. The calories. fuel the fuel engine. The, That's your metabolism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing too, and you know, some people are more forthright than others, but I think a lot of times people will under eat, they get too hungry and then what do they do? They go and the binge. binge. Yeah, yeah, they go and binge. And it's just a cycle. It's, or it's just like a pendulum yeah. swinging where, you know, they binge on maybe all that ice cream and then they feel guilty and they're like, oh, I need to get it together. So let me not eat. And they'll do that for a few days or a week or a couple of weeks. And then it gets to a point where you're just so hungry and uncomfortable that you just go right back. Mm-hmm. And it can be very hard for people to stay in that middle ground. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way I kind of coach people is I want them to live in that middle ground where they they have some flexibility i don't really coach competitors right now or ever um but i coach just general weight loss and it's like that's that's the hard part to teach is like find comfort in the middle right you don't need to starve yourself and you also don't need to be shoveling garbage right down your throat <laughs> but again getting them on a structured i think getting yeah. them structured yeah definitely helps yeah. so i'm always you know telling people to reach out to someone and you know, I'll help them if they don't, if I, you know, they come to me and I'm not, you know, like right now I'm not accepting clients, but if I was, then I would, you know, definitely guide them to somebody that could help them and give Mm -hmm. a, you know, and I give guidance and give suggestions and give Mm -hmm. things to people, you know, to other individuals that may need help. But, um, right now, because I'm really focused on myself and coaching myself and things like that, I just need to focus on that because if I'm going to take on people, I want to make sure I'm focused on them and not Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And give them the hundred percent of yeah. the attention that they deserve. Absolutely, yeah. And I think I think your point about structure is a very good one too, because sometimes the amount of information or free information 
online or just out there in the world about nutrition, there's so much of it. There's so much free information, mm -hmm. but it can be overwhelming because it's, you know, the information about the fad diets, um, new studies, are, are eggs good, are eggs bad? <laughs> you know, there's, there's some that say both. Um, is sugar good? Is, is artificial sugar okay? And there's just so much information out there that I think it's easy for people who um, aren't living and breathing it can get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so just having someone to kind of support you and give you some structure, mm -hmm. a lot of people really respond to that. Mm -hmm. But I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I think, I think everything that you're doing is amazing too, because even outside of coaching clients, you're so engaged on social media mm -hmm. and, yeah. and I've, you know, been very fortunate that I've picked up some sponsors I've got a great, I call it my dream team. I have a mm -hmm. great, I'm building a great dream team. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even my suit sponsor, I have a suit sponsor, which is awesome mm -hmm. because I can't wait to see what she's going to make me because yeah. obviously it's going to be, that's her art and uh -huh. her, um, you know, bling, bling it all out. And, um, you know, she even messaged me the other day, when are you doing a show? I'm ready to get your suit, you know, I'm ready to put a suit on you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, soon, soon, hopefully soon. And so she's like, okay, just checking, you know. But, um, you know, I've got a great supplement sponsor that supports me 100%. I've got thermogenic gel sponsor. I've got pants mm -hmm. sponsor. Mm -hmm. You know, I've picked up all these companies. You and, want to shout them out? Uh, sure. <laughs> you, might as, you might as well. <laughs> uh, Modern Body Labs. And actually, did you see? Um, Modern Body Labs, it's a small company here out of Southern California. His Price Plow, I guess, does reviews. Mm -hmm. And Price Plow named his pre-workout number three out of the top five for 2018 oh my gosh yeah that's amazing and he had like he based it all off the label was it the do not take this no Which the one? vicious two vicious two nice uh -huh. yeah, yeah do not take this I'm, a, I'm scared to take yeah it's <laughs> it's a little scary but that's um awesome. so yeah good for good for him yeah good so for you guys. yeah it's incredible. excited to be you know Obviously, I've got to be getting into this company from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, he's really growing. He keeps coming out with new flavors, new products. Um, I get to test them, so it's exciting yeah. to you know be a part of that. Um, also, I'm TC One Gel, which is a thermogenic fat gel, uh, fat burning gel that you can wear when you do cardio. I also wear it when I train because it helps um, with blood flow and pumps and. Um, it's got some ingredients from a pepper in it, so it makes it a little spicy and mm -hmm. well, puts a little, little nice little tingle. A little tingle puts a little yeah. pep in your step, yeah, is what I, I, love, I say. I love TC one. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. good stuff. So yeah, it's um, so good. and again, I met them, and um, you know, kind of, they're a new company, so I'm at the beginning, you know, building with mm -hmm. them, um, and then I have an awesome sponsor for pants. Celestial Bodies, they make your booty look really good. Scrunch, Scrunch booties. Yeah. Um, that I was very fortunate to win in a. They had like a, you submitted for it, and like so a search. like a search, very mm -hmm. cool. So that's been over a year. Very so cool. So I have lots of fun pants that I get to wear mm -hmm. with from them. Yeah, you have lots of cute yeah. little workout sets. And then I've got. All of them. I've got. <laughs> I've, well, we know that we like workout clothes. Yeah, we, we both have some shopping problems. But yes, it's okay. we do. It's, it's okay. Right. It's We've okay. got big girl jobs. We're fine. Yes. Um, let's see who else. I've got, um, like I said, Illusions by Augie. She does amazing suits. Um, so where's she? Where's she based? She's out based out of in, uh, Escondido. Escondido. Yeah. Okay, so San Diego. San area. Diego area. Um, she, like she does a lot of like just her jeweling and but is beautiful. Like the bedazzling mm -hmm. and everything. And illusions um, by Aggie, you can find her on Instagram too, mm -hmm. right? You can yeah. find them on Instagram, and then um, and then I just have some other supporters that have helped me along the way. I'm right now testing some protein. To hope I Ooh. think I have a protein sponsor coming up. Um, working on that right now. So I and honestly, the products that I promote, I want to believe in. Mm -hmm. I want to believe in the companies. I don't just like say yep yeah, I'm on board you know I want to know who the owners are what their mm -hmm. goals are what if my goals align with their goals make sure we're in the same you know thought process because if I'm going to work with these people and support their company you know I, I'm required to do so many you know posts for them or different things that I want to make sure that it's you know that mm -hmm. it's 
it's a product that I believe in. I'm not yeah. going to sell somebody something fake. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, it has to make sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Yes. But, um, you know, I, we didn't even talk about this. If you want to find me on social media, I have one handle that I use on everything. It's Allie, A-L-L-I-E-Q, as in queen, dub, D-U-B. So it's Allie Q Dub. Um, so in the fitness world, a lot of people know me as Allie because mm -hmm. of that name. And uh, a good friend of mine, he gave that name to me and it just kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. Well, you're very, you're very social and you're very engaged. So if people yeah. reach out to you. You're always on there doing your yep. live streams, yep. answering Ask people's questions. questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're amazing. Well, um, should we wrap it up? It's been sure. an hour. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely gonna have to do another one of yes. these. Um, I'm number one, so excited that we actually got to sit down and do this because we've been talking about it since probably a couple of weeks March. Yes. I want to say we were talking about this at the Arnold when we were there. I think both of our schedules are <laughs> a little crazy. I know our schedules are crazy, and and I actually didn't get this up and running until. April, um, and, and I've yeah, got some exciting Congratulations upgrades. on the Thank success you. of this. Thank it's you. Exciting. No, it's, it's, things you're doing are awesome, uh, too. I thanks, love it. girl. Thank you. It means a lot. Um, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, number one, just getting this on iTunes felt like yeah, an accomplishment. And then I've got a lot of good information from Jonathan Acuna, who shot some of the videos I've posted recently. And so I'm eventually going to get into video podcasting, oh, fun. which will be very cool. And I think just more exciting for people to watch if they want to mm -hmm. on YouTube. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do more of these. We love, we love talking fitness yes. and just capturing some of our conversations and, yes. and thoughts. Okay. Well, so, so again, where can people reach you? Um, Instagram, Twitter. I don't use Twitter much, but uh, Snapchat, it's all the same. Ali Dub. And it's Allison Worrell. I appreciate you guys for all the support. And it's, you know, if you ever see me in a gym locally, please say hi. Um, you know, I I get people that come up to me and they'll, you know, wait till I'm done with a set. Just don't interrupt me while I'm in the middle of a set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't so, like that. No. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been episode number nine number of Bikini nine. Bye, guys. <laughs>